broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 37 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom, here with uh, Trevor and Damon as usual, and uh, I- I'm back this week. I know you guys miss me so much. <laughs> it's, it's not the same without... <laughs> yeah. Again, it's funny it's because weird, I, right? I listened yeah. to... Since I was away, I listened to a lot of different podcasts. And again, it's funny to me, but I always find the ones that have two people a little... Eh, like... You know, they're interesting sometimes, right? Sure. But, but the topic has to be super interesting. When there's three people, it, it always seems better. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't disagree, but I mean, I feel like there's also an interesting dynamic sometimes when there's two people, depending on the two the two person combination. I guess, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but no, I think we had right. fun. Yeah, <laughs> you guys had a, you guys had a great show last week. I so it's funny because I you know we we get emails and messages all the time on Facebook of people saying that I was that they were arguing with us like while they were listening to us like they were arguing with their radio or arguing with their their phone or whatever they listen to us on and I found myself doing that as I listened to the last episode and I'm sitting there like and you guys are talking about stuff and I'm like I'm like not yelling at my radio but I'm like trying to talk to you guys because i'm used to being being able to respond to these things especially when you guys are giving me a hard time about things so well that's uh, more fun for us when you're not around because then you can't say anything exactly i mean it's exactly right (laughs) so so i because you know i get to make the topics uh (laughs) i decided to what to make a what tom missed speed round because i want to comment on a few things and i'm gonna do it fast but i just wanted to throw a couple things you got a minute that's it 60 seconds fine i'll do fast all right, so number one, baby centers. That was an awesome share by that by that listener. Thank you for sharing that. I am so psyched to use those. That is a huge thing to use. Uh, I think it's going to be great for when we when we actually go and we have our, our little one there with us. Riviera, we were talking about the different room sizes. Part of me wishes that they would just build a resort that's just all studios. How great would that that's be? That's horrible. Great that's idea. Horrible. It's an amazing idea. Worst Studios idea are hard ever. to come by. Studios are hard to come by. Have a few more kids and let me know how that works out for you. That's a horrible <laughs> idea. And illuminations. I know you guys are down on illuminations. I love illuminations. I will go to my grave saying I love illuminations. I will miss it when it's gone. I don't necessarily I think it's I mean it is time for it to, to, for a new show to come along but I will miss it and I love that show and I'm sad that it's going to be gone so that's all I got for that and then sauces sauces are important dude and- don't even talk about sauces because we're going to talk about sauces later now that I win <laughs> we will get to the saucing we will get to the sauces I swear I was laughing so hard when you guys were talking about sauces for like 15 minutes oh that yeah was, that was fantastic wait so um, there's, there's this first one is a, is a cruise one yeah, so we got a Disney, uh, DV, the DVC cruise review. Oh, can I? Do I get to read this one then? Sure, if you Since, want to, it's yeah. a long Wait, one. Wait, have you guys been on a Disney cruise? I, I have not been. No, nope, then you been don't get one. to read it then. Sorry. Okay, that, you know what? Then you can take this one from <laughs> Kathy because Kathy, Kathy wrote us a long email. So have fun reading all this. <laughs> oh, I have no problem with that. All right, everybody. So this is from Kathy, and this is DVC cruise review. I recently started listening to your podcast, and I've been enjoying the episodes during my long commute to work. I've been a DVC member for 11 years and own an Animal Kingdom Lodge and Saratoga Springs. I recently went on my first DVC cruise, congratulations, and wanted to provide feedback in case this is something you're covering in an upcoming episode. I think we did, I think I covered it once. Uh, I went on a, the Halloween cruise, but anyway. We did, but never a DVC cruise, the DVC member cruise. Yes, this cruise. is the member cruise, correct. Yep. 
Um, this cruise was my eighth Disney cruise, but our first DVC members cruise. My traveling party included my husband, James, my two-year-old daughter, Mia, Maya, sorry, and myself, Kathy. We paid for one adult using points and the other adult and child using cash, which was a nice way to balance the cost for our family. Hmm. See, and that's interesting because I often thought about that. That's really interesting to do it that way. Yep. The DVC cruise was from July 23rd to 27th this year on the Disney Dream, and we had two stops at at Disney's uh, private island, Castaway Key. Castaway Key. Right, just so we're all on the same page key. there. That's yeah, correct. Key. It's not K. Oh, I, I know it is. I was just making the point there. So <laughs> I've actually done this cruise non-DVC member, the two stops. Phenomenal. Anyway, the DVC <laughs> cruise had special guests and presentations, which we loved. This part of the cruise reminded us a lot of D23, which we've been to twice. Very jealous. But we enjoyed the more laid-back atmosphere and smaller crowds of the cruise. We enjoyed watching tons of sneak peeks from Ralph Breaks the Internet, as well as watching the world premiere of Christopher Robin one week before it opened in theaters. We went to lots of presentations and heard from Disney screenwriters, directors, composers, and animators about how movies such as Zootopia, Moana, Up and Inside Out, or, uh, yeah, Inside, inside out. out, yeah, yeah. okay, out. Yeah. so missed, it's a typo here, Kathy, but we won't hold it against you. We're made, <laughs> it was probably Tom's fault anyway. What? <laughs> <Copy> <laughs> we <base>. even had <laughs> an actual Disney onboard Roy P. Disney, grandson of Walt's brother, <clears throat> Roy O. Disney. We got to hear stories from Roy on what it was like growing up and hanging out in Walt's apartment in Disneyland. He even showed us pictures of himself as a kid standing on a mound of dirt where Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World stands today. That's awesome. That's an amazing picture. I am so jealous. <laughs> the two days of Castaway Key each had a special theme. The first one was celebrating Mickey and Minnie's 90-year anniversary. They had a special fireworks show on board that night, and the voice actors for Goofy and Mickey sang live on stage right before the fireworks went off. On the second Castaway Key day, the theme was Island of Heroes. On this day, characters were all wearing superhero costumes, which was neat and unique. Now, what, Marvel? Marvel what, costumes? Yeah, that, that's right. my question. So, Kathy, if, again, um, just reply. My guess is yes, though, right? But, but is it is it that, like, Mickey was wearing, like, an Iron Man costume, or was, like, Iron Man there? I, I think it might be how, like... Like when the Disney characters dress up for Halloween and stuff, it's like ah uh, okay, gotcha. okay that like makes sense generic right. superhero. All right, I could we be still wrong. got a little more left though. All right, <laughs> one more really special thing about the members cruise is that the gifts we got in our room twice a day. Some of the gifts we got were Disney members cruise hats. Okay, we got those two. Disney member cruise duffel bags. Yeah, I got those two. Matching messenger bags. Did not get those. DVC members cruise wireless speakers. Uh, okay dvc members cruise pins that's awesome turvis nice. mug awesome a signed copy of the coffee table book eat like walt awesome and so much more stuff i can't even name it all we went home with two extra bags full of gifts wow july 23rd was my birthday happy belated birthday and the day we boarded we happened to go to epcot that morning so i already had a birthday button but they gave me a disney cruise button as well Damon will be happy to hear that I only wore my birthday button on my actual birthday, even though we were at Disney for two weeks. Dude, I, I give much respect to that. I, I love that. I love that you're reading this for that reason. <laughs> we also stayed at four DVC resorts. Uh, Hilton Head Island. Um, help me out here. Boardwalk, Boardwalk Villas. Thank you. Animal Kingdom, Jumbo House, and Boulder Creek during this trip. It was three years worth of points. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. That's crazy. We that's had a great trip, and thanks... To buying DVC 11 years ago, we made this all possible. I look forward to hearing more of your podcasts as I prep for my next Disney World trip this January. Well, I think Ooh. Trevor's going this January. Yes, I am. I think I'm going this January. That's what I feel like. <laughs> all right. So, so let me just say um, thank trip. you very much, Kathy. Like I said, that's that's great to know. I, I've often thought about this cruise myself. I think it would be great, especially since you know I'm not a D23 person. 
Um, I, I think that sounds awesome, and, and I appreciate the, the button wearing. I think that was uh, appropriate. <laughs> Um, again, we, we we appreciate this. This is a great one. I know it's a great. I, that's why I wanted to put it on here. I mean, I, I don't know how much commentary we have, but I, we 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 wanted a review of the DVC cruise. Wait, do I get a hand claps for reading that though? Because I thought I did a darn good job reading that. <laughs> someday I'll give you hand claps. Someday. <laughs> okay. so, I mean, here. There we go. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> There's our good special effects here at Welcome Home. Um, <laughs> I'm a foley artist, and I didn't even know it. Um, but. Yeah, I, it's, it sounds really cool. I, I would love to go on a DVC cruise, but I mean, the give I I would geek out at like the animators and the directors. Yeah, and the see, I would geek out so hard at that. I, I would agree. I think that was the interesting part. The gifts are gifts are gifts, right? Like I get it, but for me, eh, like you know, besides a special pin, that's not you know the sneak peeks from Ralph Breaks the Internet is awesome, and, and the world premiere of Christopher Robin one week before. I think that's also awesome. I, I like that. But I, I agree. I think you know having an actual Disney on board, a Disney person, like actual Disney, like that's awesome. Like, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I would definitely do this. But I, I forget these aren't any different in price. They just book up super quick, right? Is that what it is? Uh, I don't know. Man, we're, we're I feel like this is something this. we should know. <laughs> we, we should I, know this. I, I just, I'm sorry, I, I have no sign of ever doing a cruise so i've just never looked into it dude that's i know that's I know so horrible to hear it's terrible it <laughs> I, is terrible it, it's almost as bad as space mountain <laughs> like it really is <laughs> oh. I, i'm telling you trevor no, no we'll, we'll get to that we'll, we'll, we'll get to it yeah. we'll get to <laughs> but it's but a, but a disney cruise is, is so unlike anything else like i understand that there's you know some sickness issues that that may be you know happening in your family but this is what i would say is that they they do a three-day close to shore do it outside of hurricane season or even bordering up so you're not worrying about tropical storms dude it's it's the best disney experience you can have like i i hate to that you would never experience that because it truly is the best disney experience you can have and i i i totally believe you and i would just feel bad trying to convince my wife to do this and then her have a bad time because but, of me <laughs> I know, but I think if you put yeah. those, if you if you if you wrap it around in those things and say, "Hey, look, I'm I'm not going to do it during the season of tropical storms and or hurricanes or anywhere close to that," and right. you just totally go out of season where you know you do like a January, you, you know what I mean? Like you do one of those, and mm -hmm. then you do a, a short three day, and you do it in the Caribbean where again the water's calm. Like uh, I think that you would appreciate that. I mean, our last cruise was a little rough, but that was the only one, and again. Even though it was rough for a few hours, it was like, yeah, so what? Like, it was still Disney. It was still awesome. It's still an experience. But anyway. I, go ahead, Trevor. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say that. I mean, that's that's totally fair. And I'll, I'll revisit the subject with my wife, but I, I don't make any guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll go on it someday. Uh, you know, maybe when I, when I, you know, hit the lottery or something. Because um, <laughs> they are expensive. But I know I, I would love to though. I the just all the guests that they have there just seem really cool and I've heard so many great things about the rooms and the entertainment and just the overall quality of it. I mean, I think they're like the number one ranked cruise line like every year pretty much, right? So all right, I'm I'm going I'm going to read the next one too because I'm on a roll. How's you were that? just you were just feeling yeah. like reading today, huh? Sure, why not? So right, Lillian, I, sometimes we just I sometimes I just put these things on because it really you know inflates our egos. So yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're a lot of fun. I I think the these kinds of emails are great, and 
I, I, I I'm just so. going to go on record saying keep them coming, guys, because yeah. we love hearing this stuff. Yeah, and sure. I like reading it. It helps. It helps me for uh, presentations. So anyway. Yeah, there you go. Hi, this is from Lillian visiting Walt Disney World with a senior guest. She says, hi, guys. I'm a huge fan of the show. I learned a lot about Disney with you guys. It's my favorite podcast. Thank you very much. I very love good. that it feels like friends getting together to talk about Disney and have fun doing it. I don't really like them that much. We, okay, we hate sure. each other. It's, it's, there's nothing but animosity. <laughs> I'm from Brazil. Recently got into DVC family and already realized how addictive it can be. I can't stop planning vacations or thinking about getting more points. Have 100 of Copper Creek and 100 of Polynesian. That's Ooh, more than nice. any of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next February, I'm taking my 84-year-old grandmother for her first visit to Disney World. Do you guys can? Do you guys think... Right. I'm, again, it is. She's from Brazil, so I'm gonna have to reread this in for myself. Can you guys think of any tips on visiting Walt Disney World with a senior guest? You you would think that Tom would like go through these and kind of clean them up a little bit for me, but now he just likes to see me kind of stumble on these. I guess <laughs> I right. was gonna read them myself, so you know, <laughs> and that was gonna help you how. Uh, I you know I don't know. <laughs> anyway, all right. I'm not taking her on any crazy rides, just on those Tom coasters. Sorry, Tom, but that where Damon came up with explains everything. <laughs> it's genius, and I should now because I also have a problem with drops, so I don't. Do some of the rides, but I do ride Space Mountain, and I promise you it is safe and fun. <laughs> I don't like this term, Tom Coasters. Yeah, I, I, I love this term. <laughs> I, I like right. it. Yeah, I do too. Following wait, Trevor's tip from wait. his vacation, I reserved the dessert party with the Plaza Garden viewing. I think that was a good idea. I, I think, think it's going to work perfectly it. for us, so my grandmother won't need to wait for the fireworks standing for a long time. I'd appreciate any other tips that you might have to make her visit better experience hope you guys continue with the podcast for many years it's really amazing thank you very much very so good. since i read it i get to go first that's what i always sure, like yeah. that's why I, that's why i read <laughs> that's it. the only reason you read it of course of course so <laughs> so anyway so i think that a couple of things that that i would do if i was taking you know someone a little bit older um i, I think the first thing is the button like it sounds silly but like a first time at disney button for your grandmother definitely key and again awesome. that's a button you get to wear the whole time it's not that's... even like a gold birthday button you wear it the whole trip so i think that's actually a, a great thing i think that epcot is also a great area to do with somebody like that i, I think that there's a lot for them to see you know don't skip out on all the shops or shows i, I think that's really i guess what i would say is that a lot of things that you're going to look to do with somebody that's a little bit older, I think, will be shows uh, rather than rides. And I think that that's not a bad thing, you know. So plan your shows accordingly, even the ones that are in Epcot. I mean, I would say, you know, even the ones that might, you know, the small things that might be at the hotel. There's a lot to do with the hotels that you kind of forget about because we're so used to looking at the newest ride. But if you take a step back and you really aren't about the rides, I mean, look what there is to do with the hotel. There's usually a list every day of what's going on. And again, my suggestion is is Epcot. Make sure you see everything in Epcot. I mean, there's shows there. There's a lot of things going on there, and I think that's a fun experience. And I'll add to that about the shows. Um, it's shows don't just entail the big shows like like you Agreed. know watching Beauty and the Beast or the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. There's actually a lot of smaller shows that go on too that right. you can favorite smaller show. But I'm yep. gonna go first so you don't steal mine. It's the right. Whistle Dude in Italy. <laughs> the oh no isn't that in france no the guys no. with the chairs Dude, does tom even are you talking about this? the chairs yes does the, tom the even go to disney world that is totally in france. yeah he's in france he's not in france he's in italy i'm the sorry it's the flag guys in italy it's the yeah. flag guys that are in italy no 
So maybe he roams then. <laughs> I, I, maybe I've he roams. Uh, last time I saw him was in Italy. And actually, the past two times I've seen him was in Italy. And it's in front of, I mean, it's, it's in the Italian plaza. Like, there's no way I'm mistaking the Italian plaza. I mean, I've only seen him in France, but if we're talking about the and same And I've never thing. seen him in France. <laughs> Where in France? France is so packed. Are you talking about by the fountain? Past the crepe thing? No, no. It's like where, right in front of the restaurant there. Where the um, topiaries are. Never seen him there. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. So that I guess we both learned okay. something today. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> that guy's so, great, though. That is a great show. The Italian is, guy is yeah. great. Not the France guy, though. He's no good. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Trevor. <laughs> um, so my, my favorite little show... Uh, sorry, it's cheesy, but the Dapper Dance. I I love. Oh, yeah. I love seeing the Dapper Dance on Main Street in in Magic Kingdom. Um, just something about you know that that style of music, and they always have the chimes and stuff like that. It's just it, it's just fun. You know, you walk in and it's like the first thing you see, and you can just kind of stop and take it in, right? Yeah, I, I believe the official term for this is streetmosphere, if I remember yes. correctly. Yes. Um, mine is between two. And that's the Jammeters. Have you guys ever seen the Jammeters? Uh huh. Yep, they're good too. Damon, have you ever seen them? I feel like you dig them. Um, the garbage can. Yeah, the guys that yeah. they look like yeah, janitors, yeah, and they start. And, and yeah. then sometimes they're like they're also like maintenance guys. They'll they'll do like tools instead of like yep. janitor stuff. Those guys are cool. But I think my favorite is the drummers at uh, I believe it's in Japan. I want to say it's Japan. The Tiger Drummers. Yes, those I guys seen them. and and gals. I've seen a woman do it too. It are amazing. We will just stand there and watch them forever. <laughs> I, I highly recommend getting the shaved ice if you're going to do that because there's a little Ooh. there's a place that sells the um, the Japanese shaved ice. And I like the three flavors, although my son will disagree and say cherry is the best. But I, I'm whatever. like such like an anti shaved ice person. Like I find it to be like. It's it's ice. Who's anti-shaved that, ice? That's the only place <laughs> I go to get shaved ice. Now we have shaved ice like in our in like our town where I live, <laughs> and it's like a dollar, right? And like I'm yeah. all about a dollar shaved ice, but like yeah. I don't know how much is Disney shaved ice? Four dollars. Yeah, something like that. But it it I I guess my thing is the, the flavors are not flavors that I've ever found locally. So and yeah, the, the yeah the dollar shaved ice doesn't do it for me. I only get it when I'm in Epcot. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good. I don't think I've had it there, but that's oh, and I just remember too the really amazing mariachi band at, at Mexico too. Oh, there's so many cool <laughs> things. Why I can't so, I, I so, can't so, decide. So to go back to the original ask about oh, about these okay. shows, <laughs> since we kind of got sidetracked, we were talking about bringing a <laughs> surprise, senior surprise. to, to yeah. Disney World. That's right, I forgot. Um, so so these shows you can actually find um, if you have uh, Lillian, if you have my Disney experience. You can find the uh, the times for all these shows on there, so you don't have to, you know, stand around somewhere and wait. You can kind of figure out, um, like, if you're going with if, with your uh, with your mom and you don't want to have her standing around for a long period of time, you can actually kind of plan to to hit up those shows. So, as much as they seem kind of random and yeah, streetmosphere, they are scheduled too, which I, I think is of of great benefit. <laughs> I feel like the last time I I feel like Dapper Dan's though. Like, I remember I asked a cast member, I was like, when are there Dapper, Dan- Dapper Dan's around? Because I couldn't find the schedule. And they were like, oh, we don't know. We can't tell you. And I was like, and they're, and somebody said, like, oh, they're about to show up. And I'm like, where? And they're like, oh, we can't tell you. It was, they seem a little more random because they show up in different places on Main Street. But I don't know. I, I think it, that's what it was. I saw on the schedule that they were coming up, but they wouldn't tell me where they were going to show up at. 
Yeah, you're right. Dapper Dan's are, are kind of a random one because they they're not just on Main Street. They can sometimes the, they'll go on the uh, the carousel in Fantasyland, yeah. or, or they'll ride the car up and down Main Street and stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of hard to to gauge that one. But I would, go ahead. Sorry, Trevor. I, I was gonna say, but yeah, most of them you you can find out when and where on the majority of those smaller shows. Yeah, I, I think the only other thing I, I you know before we get too into the shows, the other thing mm-hmm. I would say is that. You know, I would consider some sort of, you know, wheelchair sort of vehicle as well. So, so when I go with my mother, yeah, I, I we, you know, we yep. take a scooter. My mother's not that old yet, but we still take the scooter. And, um, I, I think it's worth it. You know, there, there's a lot of people there with them. I mean, you know, it, it's not like, I think it's worth it. it. You know, it can be, it can be, you know, tiring. And again, you know, to make sure you have a good time. You know, she's going to want to keep up with you, and it's it's an easy way to do that. So I would kind of budget that in as well. I, I you know we get ours from an offsite place, uh, and that seems to work out. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but again, I could always find it if we need it. But I think that's something I would definitely do in, yeah. in this scenario as well. It's it's a lot more walking than you think. Yeah, yeah and I I agree with that. I took uh, my mother for her sixtieth. I mean, so obviously she's not eighty four, but still she's sixty. And, you know, her knees aren't the greatest. So, you know, we, I, I think I would preach taking a lot of breaks, you know, uh, sitting down when you can, uh, trying to plan around those types of shows where you I, can I think stop. it's nice that it's February, too. That's, I think you yeah. get out of the heat. Yeah. You picked a good time to go because it would have been really tough to go in the middle of the heat in the summer. Uh, that that would have been hard for sure uh, on them. So uh, on your grandmother. So. I think you picked a good time of year. I would just say take a lot of breaks, like Damon said. Uh, definitely the scooter. You know, definitely hit up that DVC lounge if you haven't gone up there. Uh, they do have an elevator. You just have to ask for it. So just make sure that you do that because we've we took the elevator. Uh, you know, because just to, to lessen the load, I guess, on my mom's knees. You know, so it, I think that kind of stuff is a great great idea and i I really wanted to 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 talk about this today because we talked about going with babies and you know we talked about we talk all these different scenarios and i think going with uh you know somebody that's a little bit older also presents some unique challenges as well so i i think this is a good topic to talk about trevor do you have anything to add i'm sorry (laughs) well no i i i think yeah the i i just want to really mention the the smaller shows are um kind of to, to damon's point like like yeah stuff around the resorts the the streetmosphere type shows um also even though it is february i i'm still a pretty big believer of you know go in the morning um do do stuff in the morning and then take a break in the afternoon and come back in the evening so you're avoiding the hottest part of the day i i know that that's kind of a general tip but um even more so if you if you're traveling with uh with a, a senior in your party just because um, even myself, uh, you don't realize how bad that the sun hits you until it's too late. Right. And oh, yeah. yeah, you, you just don't want to get yourself in that position. So, um, yeah, there's no need to rush. Like, yeah, like, like you said, you, you're a DVC member, you've got the points to do this. You know, I know that it's, you know, your, your grandmother's first time, but there's still no need to rush. Like don't don't feel like you have to get in absolutely everything in one go because sometimes that actually works out worse than than you think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think it was super smart that she did the dessert party too. 
I, yeah, that's, that's a super smart move to do. I'm actually doing that at dessert party again on my next trip because nice. we liked it so much. <laughs> that's all, but it's also great though too. So like when we took my mom, we I knew we wanted to go see Fantasmic, but I knew that we weren't going to want to stand around for a while waiting in line because it was we're talking it was a couple days before Christmas, so it was bananas crazy, uh, like just people everywhere. So we wanted to make sure that we had a ticket to Fantasmic, but we didn't want to stand around. You know, we didn't want to get there an hour early. So we did the dining package, you know, the the dinner package for Fantasmic, and that way we could show up a little bit later and know that we had a reserved uh, reserved seat there. And then we also did the dessert party too for the same reason because anybody that has watched Happily Ever After or any of the fireworks shows in general, you know that you have to stand out there for quite a while, especially when the park's busy, to get a good spot and to make sure that you're able to see. Um, and so I, I think it was very smart that you booked that that dessert party. I think that's going to you know pay off really well. Plus, like Trevor said, it's it's awesome. So <laughs> so that's definitely a benefit too. Any- uh, I was going to say, do we have any other tips that we can think of off the top of our head? I think we kind of covered some good ones. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. I think we've, we've covered some things, and I, I hope that helps. And thanks for listening to us all the way from Brazil. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's really neat. That and, and thanks for calling us your favorite podcast. That makes us really happy. <laughs> I, it still blows my mind that we're anyone's favorite because I I still it doesn't feel like we're that big, but it, I, it's super awesome though. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. I I, it's, oh, I always am amazed when we get those types of things. So we still don't get really hate mail. Although I I heard Damon you you read a review on the show last week to somebody that gave us one star for some reason. Yes. <laughs> they don't know why. They just gave us one star. They didn't like it, but they don't know why. <laughs> okay. You, you can find that one on Apple uh, iTunes in case you're ever looking for it. But I just was uh, okay. That's fantastic. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, it's fine. I, that's great. But no one's emailed us mean things yet, so we'll we'll still wait for that. So, have you guys uh, have you guys seen this new DVC merch? No. Yeah. No. You're not, you're not into it. it? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, I I think it's good. I mean, I, I like the fact that you know they're they're trying to represent all the different resorts with it. Um, for me personally, it's not really my style. So like the shirts and stuff are not something that I would wear. Um, and I, I mean, the, the tumbler is not bad. I'm looking at them now. Yeah, it's but the the yeah, vacation nice. club hat says "Welcome Home" on the back of it, so that's free advertising for us right there. <laughs> it says there welcome home right on the back we just have to get we'll just have to stitch podcast next to it and then, yeah. and then it'll be see, now we may have disney coming after us see tom you don't want to oh, you man. don't want to do that um the luggage tags are nice i mean i'm just going through it. the vacation club member shirt i would rock that i think that's pretty cool i, I, like, I like the, the shirt i like the, the baseball shirt one yeah i mean the baseball shirt one is nice i like that they have these cool logos for every resort i think that's kind of neat yeah, I, I think one thing I would like is if they, like, I know everyone wants stuff for their own resort, but I think it would be cool if, like, they had merch for just the specific logos, right? Not they do. everything. Oh, really? They do. Yeah. they do have some stuff. Like, so you can customize. Like, I got a customized bag. Oh. No, they have one from every single resort shirt. They do, yeah. Yeah. They do have for, the individual resorts. Yep. For just the shirts, though, right? Not for all the merch. I think just the shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So you mean just like a bag that just says like Hilton Head on it or Bay Lake or, or whatever. Or a mug or yeah, whatever, right? 
Gotcha. I think yeah. I, so. From what I've read, it looks like this is kind of just the beginning, and they they are seem to be they seem to be rolling out a lot more DVC type stuff. And uh, I did you guys see the whole thing with the uh, the magic bands, the limited edition ones that they put out that are going for like two three hundred bucks on eBay? I did, yeah, I, I saw that. Um, you know, I'm not a magic band person, but I will tell you that I, uh, I I've often thought about decorating our own. For next time, I think maybe the the next larger trip we do, I may do something like that. That'd but be cool. I, yeah, that's that's my thought. I don't know how like you know really I crafty I am, this. but the rest of my family is pretty crafty, so I'll just have <laughs> someone make mine, I guess. Yeah, I, I actually um, there's a site that does uh, um, skins for Magic Bands that I've used, and they turned out pretty well. I've got uh, I have a Tron one. My son has a Tower of Terror one. And it's just a, it's like a, a vinyl skin that goes over top of the magic band. So it just kind of slides over it, right? Well, no, it, it's like a sticker. So you, oh, you actually, a, oh, okay. it's yeah, sticker. so you stick it on and then it just sits on top of the magic band. Okay. I would think that that would like, does that not get stuck to your arm or anything? Like, I feel like it would rip nope. off all my arm hair. <laughs> no, no, no. It, what, it, okay. If you, if you apply it properly, it doesn't sit over the edges. It, it sits just on top of the, the colored that- part of the magic band. I just think I just think of every time I've ever gotten like one of those wristbands that have like the little peel off piece and somebody puts it on <laughs> you and like your hair gets stuck in it every I mean I don't know about you guys no one ever puts it on perfectly and it ends up invariably getting stuck in your in your arm hair <laughs> that's what I was thinking of but. no no it's nothing like that like I said okay, I okay. I used them on our last trip and and yeah they they seem to put up pretty well I mean we even took them in the pool and stuff and they didn't come off so I I I bought. I think we've bought one Magic Band before. I want to say it's an Olaf Magic Band, and it was one of the older. It was the. It was Magic Band 1.0, like it was early on in Magic Bands, and I feel like we have an Olaf one, and I don't remember why we bought it or how we bought it or when we bought it. <laughs> I just. I just know that we have one. I don't even know where it is right now. Couldn't tell you. Uh, it's somewhere, <laughs> but I really wanted the Figma ones. Uh, cause I, I, listeners of the show know that I love figment. Uh, there was, they had a figment one. Not more on. than me, obviously. Why, why is that? Okay, so you kept I would figment. never open it. Pop I got Funko. two because you can't open one. Like, dude, that's <laughs> actually, Again. this is, this isn't on the agenda. Have you seen the, the splash mountain pop? What is it? Pop Funko? Is that what they're called? Yeah. 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 I saw it. Yeah. Those are cool. There's um, so many of those though, but that's its own collectible thing. All by itself. So wait, anyway. you, have, you have two figments. Why would I not? You can open one and then keep one because real fans, that's what they do. Real toy people, that's what they do. No, no, no. It's real fans, that's what care. they do. I don't care about toys. <laughs> anyway. You should care because it's figment. Yeah, I do care because I do, I do love figment. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on from this. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just, we're so ridiculous sometimes. Um, t- this Trevor, makes me you sad. Want- yeah, do you want to read about this one, Trevor? Since yeah. uh, since Damon and I have been d- dominating this whole thing. <laughs> no, no, it's that's all, all the good. reading. Um, so yeah, Magic Kingdom unfortunately is closing the Walt Disney World Railroad and Tomorrowland Speedway during Tron Coaster See, construction. And, and I heard that they're only closing some of it, the Speedway. Yeah, but. I, I don't well, see how you can close some of the speedway and still have the ride running because that would mean that because it's on a track, right? So yeah. Well, so they're closing it for they're closing the whole thing, but it's from like the beginning of the year to like summer because they got to reroute the track, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
I, I'm more sad about the railroad because I do really like the railroad. And where and is it seems the railroad? Like, like, do I have I ever been on the railroad? It goes what? around the entire park. <laughs> what just oh. happened? The train? <laughs> like, I, I don't even know what we're talking about now. What? I have to, like, look up a picture of it because I'm like, have I been on the railroad? For those what? that don't know, our logo is based on the Walt Disney World logo, uh, railroad logo. <laughs> so, you would, uh, what? Where oh is gosh. this railroad? It goes around the Magic Kingdom. So, so you know when you but walk up to... get on it? Hold on, hold on. You know, you know where you walk <laughs> up to the front gate and there's the Mickey Mouse floral thing and then right up the hill there's a train station there nope i'm too busy getting into the park to rope drop <laughs> not have time for that well you walk right underneath of it where the sign set where the sign with walt disney's quote from the that's opening funny day. though because yeah. now like i remember it i've never been on that or if oh i have gosh. like i just don't remember wow you've never wow heard like is... the train horn bl- like you can hear that dude i'm park. rope dropping i don't have time for that <laughs> Um, this is interesting. So I have to ask my wife if we've ever been on this because I, I think the answer may be no. And that would be a must-do Disney. Wait, must-do Disney. Yes, it will be a must-do Disney. There my favorite go. show of all time. Kids <laughs> love that show, by the way. Must-do Disney. Must-do Disney. What is must-do Disney? Oh, see, see? Making fun of me about the railroad and you don't know must-do Disney? Both of you. Okay, both of you just lost. Okay. Hold on, though. Like, I just, I think I'm missing what the, like, I think I've seen this. I just am not connecting the show name. Must-do Disney is the show that runs when you're, when you're in your hotel room and the channel. Yeah. Whoa, don't you dare disrespect that. (laughs) Must-do Disney is the best. I'm not going to lie. I find the host of that show to be very annoying. Oh, my goodness. I would think the exact opposite. I was just looking up who that is because I think she's the best. Everybody loves her. I don't know why she's that, just kind of annoying. I love her. Me. Th- that's like you, you know, you get in, you're unpacking your. Is her your name Stacy? What's yeah. her name? Yeah, Stacy. Stacy. Yeah, you know, you're you're unpacking your stuff and you throw that on because you know it gets you all hyped up for all the stuff you're going to go do, right? You know, I like personally. We when we're getting ready in the morning. We have the the little rotating thing of all the park hours and because the music that's playing. And like the little animations that are happening for each park, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's I, the one I we go have. to sleep watching that. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's I love our... Must Do Disney. My kids love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've done it. So, <laughs> okay, so to to our listeners, we have Tom here that doesn't watch Must Do Disney, and we have Damon who hasn't ridden the railroad theoretically. So, well, possibly. theoretically, potentially. possibly, potentially. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> Write in and tell us what you think about that. <laughs> hey, I, maybe I was on the railroad. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have to ask my wife. <laughs> I see, like the railroad is up there with like my favorite things at Disney. I love. I did the behind the the steam trains tour the last trip I went on. So I love those things. It's funny that uh, so I. It seems I am destined to be at Disneyland or Disney World when the train is closed, because so. It was the second trip I took my son. They announced that they were going to start construction on Star Wars Land, and they closed the Walt, the Disneyland Railroad at that point. So it was closed for like, I think it was like three years. So we did a, a couple. Time. Yeah, we did a couple of trips where where the railroad was closed. And the cool thing was, is in Disneyland they actually had the trains over at um, at New Orleans Square, which is like the same kind of station where the Splash Mountain station is in Disney World. But you could go in and you could actually like um, – they let you walk up like on the far side of the platform where you normally couldn't go. And they had the uh, they had the the, um, the engineers there like oh, showing cool. stuff off, showing how 
everything worked and everything. So it was kind of like a little mini museum thing, which was really cool. I do hope they do something like that with the uh, the Walt Disney World Railroad, where you know you can kind of go up and look at the cars, get a little bit more information and all that kind of stuff, because it is kind of neat. Like I, I do like the steam trains. I like understanding how they work and all that. So hopefully they do something like that. They did what? say that the, the one of the trains is going to be parked at the main street station while it's closed, but I don't know if you're going to be able to like go up and ask questions and, you know, go on it and stuff like that, but it is going to be parked at the entrance, uh, you know, at, at magic kingdom right there at the main street station. Yeah. And so since I'll be there in January, I'll, I'll check it out and I'll let you guys know if there's anything going on with it. Like I said, be nice if they offered little tours of it and whatever. That'd be cool. If especially, I mean, all those engineers, those. So one of the things I learned on that steam train tour is those those people are not just like regular Disney cast members. There's a lot of training they have to go through because those are legitimate steam trains. Oh yeah. So it's it's not just like a push a button you know type of thing. It's there's levers and valves and all sorts of stuff that they have to deal with. So I wonder what those people are going to be doing while this thing is closed for. You know, they they didn't say what the end date for this is. And some people are speculating more than a year uh, because, you know, if you look at the concept art for Tron, it looks like this goes right underneath it. I I would expect there's at the very least. uh, I mean, yeah, they have to do a tunnel or something, right? Like you're not going to have people walking across the train tracks. So, no, no. Yeah, I think, but I think it's going to go right under. I mean, which will be cool when you can ride the train and then look up and see the Tron coaster right above you. That'll be kind of neat. But it also feel kind of weird because you're on this old school steam train and then you're looking up at this futuristic roller coaster. I but, I actually don't think it'll go right under the Tron ride. From e- even looking at the the pictures, I I get the feeling that it'll be still kind of off to one side. Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. It should be interesting. I'm, I'm disappointed that it's going to be closed, especially since I'm, I'm hoping the train will be open back up when I go uh, in October next year. But, I, you know, who knows? I, I just yeah. hope it is because I, I that's like I said, one of my, yeah, <laughs> I know it's one of my favorite things and it's just kind of disappointing. But actually, so this article says during this time, guests will be able to get an up close look at the railroad and take advantage of one of a kind photo um, opportunities. Oh, similar yes, to what okay. was done at Disneyland. So there you go. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, this, then, yeah, since that's how they're doing it, this is a really good opportunity to, to see the trains differently than you would at any other time, which it it sucks that you don't, you can't ride the train, but it's a very unique experience. So honestly, if, if you can try and take advantage of that, it's, it's fun. (laughs) And the photo opportunities too, just like, it's a cool photo when you have the train sitting in main street station like if you're taking a picture of the entrance of Magic Kingdom, and and you have that train sitting there, it's a just from the from the outside looking in. It's it's a cool photo that you can really, you know, it, you can't get all the time there because the train has to be sitting in the station. So, yeah, and and actually, also now that I'm thinking about it, they so when I was in Disneyland, they actually had PhotoPass uh, people there taking photos. So you could, um, so like we actually got photos of us like like standing in front of the the trains and everything again things that you wouldn't normally be able to see but it's like you know you get a picture of your family standing in front of uh, a walt disney railroad train that's i think that's up there with some of the more unique character experiences as far as rare and cool photos you can get for sure no i totally agree with that cool 
Uh, yeah, so, you know, this is disappointing, but it's all for the greater good, right? Yep, because, hey, Tron's coming to the park, and that's that's my jam right there. And that's so. going <laughs> to be pretty cool, Yeah, even though I'm not going to go on it, most likely. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> we'll see. You know, it's, it really doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense to me because, you know, I, I don't know. I, well, let's not get into this as usual per, but <laughs> now, because, uh, ha, Have know. you we'll seen see, the maybe. Tron coaster? I've Shanghai? seen it, yeah. I've watched a couple of videos. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It, yeah, I, I, I think once we get you onto a roller coaster, I think you'll think differently about it. I do ride some roller coasters. I just, you know. <laughs> it's like my, my daughter. Ride- I don't want to ride anything. I'm scared of everything. Oh, that was really fun. No, I my, my, favorite, my favorite ride at Disney is Big Thunder. I love Big Thunder. So, there you go. <laughs> what? Okay, fine. <laughs> I, that's a still, roller coaster still. It is, but. Y- I know. Y- you need to expand your palate. <laughs> You're not wrong. Anyway, so and Damon, I, I know Disneyland not your favorite, but I think this is interesting. Um, so Disney was had announced at D twenty three that they were going to build a new hotel at Disneyland, uh, which is sorely needed, right? Uh, Trevor, you can you can tell me about that because you know we're or tell us about that because I've never been to Disneyland, but I know there's a problem with ho- getting hotel rooms, right? It's, it's and Disney's only got a couple hotels there. Space is at a premium there. Um, even they do have other hotels in the neighborhood, like good neighbor hotels that they partnered with, but it's still a very packed space. So unfortunately, um, yeah, what, what this article says is that, um, so the new hotel that they were planning to build has been put on hold indefinitely. Um, and it's because of, uh, I guess, they're not seeing eye to eye with the, local or the the anaheim uh city council yeah city council and so because of that they they've just stopped all construction on this which really sucks because um for those that don't know this hotel was going to take up a fairly big chunk of downtown disney in anaheim and they already had closed a bunch of shops and restaurants and everything in the area with the intent to to start planning for this hotel. So that means that, you know, you've got a large section of downtown Disney where there's now just nothing there. And they're not about that. Yeah. Well, well, (laughs) unfortunately I think what this is, is that Disney stopped doing it because they're kind of playing hardball with the city council because um, reading into it a little bit more, basically city council or the city council that approved this project back in 2015 or 2016 is not the same city council that is there now. So the people that are on the council don't agree with it right now. Yeah. So yeah, they don't agree with the, the huge tax breaks basically. Yeah. Which, and again, Disney. Yeah. So I, Disney, I don't want to get yeah. too Sorry, much yeah. into the political side, but I, I guess from our standpoint, what that means is that, um, so this hotel, by the way, uh, I know some people have asked us about, you know, is there a possibility that there could be DVC there? Um, everything I could find, the answer was no. And the big reason for that is that, again, with the way Anaheim does their zoning, they only allow a certain amount of timeshares in the area, and Disney has already used up. They, they got approval for the timeshares in the Grand Californian. They never got approval to do additional timeshares for this new hotel. So it's not going to be a DVC resort. But, again, the problem is, is that if they're not building this hotel, then 
again, the the question of, well, will there ever be more DBC stuff on the West Coast? Eh, doesn't look very good right now. That kind of sucks. <laughs> no, it really, it really does. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, I, it's kind of a crazy story because basically Disney was going to build this hotel about a thousand feet away from where they're going to build it now. They, they originally had a different address basically uh, for the, for the new hotel and they got these tax breaks and then they decided they were going to build it where downtown Disney is and which about, which is a, a, a different address than where they got the tax breaks. And then the city, the city council, as you mentioned, it's a new city council and they're like, no, this is a different address. We're not going to change the address on this. So I, like you said, it's Disney playing hardball. They're trying to get them to, I mean, and you know, you're talking about a ton of money that Disneyland brings that city, right? I mean, Yep. I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I understand why, you know, they they have to, you know, they, they can't just let Disney run around and do everything they want. But at the same time as, yeah, that's that's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of, you know, yeah, space that is not being used at the moment. So, I mean, hope I, I sincerely hope that, you know, something happens sooner than later and that this doesn't just sit like this for, you know, the next three or four years. But Again, we'll we'll have to wait and see if they uh, come to any sort of agreement on it. I I hope they do because I, I I definitely think it it would be good to have more hotel space there, especially with with Star Wars on the way. You know, it's that's gonna we're gonna they're gonna need more hotel capacity. It's I yeah, mean, it's it's inevitable. So we should probably wake Damon up if we were sitting next to him. We'd hit him with a stick or something because he probably fell asleep <laughs> talking yeah. about Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty bored there. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well. so here, if you want to wake up, why don't you tell us about uh, your most recent adventures? Oh, I get to talk about my trip now? <laughs> yes. You do, you All right, li- listeners, we'll put a little like mark in there so you can just skip right ahead to this. It's just a bookmark. Just, <laughs> yeah, just in case you want to, you know, just get to the I'll put stuff. it so, in the description. You know, interesting part starts at, you know, 50 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so I took a really interesting trip. So, so I'll just kind of explain I'll explain kind of my previous couple weeks and then where I'm going tomorrow too. So I went to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Um, that was, gosh, man, it feels like forever ago at this point. You know, gosh, we do these every two weeks, right? So I want to say that was last Thursday, I think. Maybe last Thursday? Yeah, it might have been last yeah. Wednesday or Thursday. Anyway, so I went to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. No lines. Ridiculous. I've never been at a park like this ever. So check this out. For five, Let's see, five hours, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. I think in five hours, we rode 12 rides, Woo. which is like unreal. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I, that's just unreal. Um, I think I wonder- the longest... Are kids well, back at school? And, and they are. So yeah, in, maybe in the that's South, why. kids are back in school. So yeah. the longest we waited was because of a rain delay for the Griffin. Uh, I rode everything. And, and again, I rode things that I haven't ridden at Bush Gardens because I've been too scared to ride them. So, I mean, like Tom would go there and just <laughs> do nothing. But like Tempesto, which like I always like have kind of given like the side eye to him. Like, yeah, I'm not doing Tempesto. We've never been able to get on it because the line has always been long. And even when the line wasn't super long, I've kind of always just kind of avoided it because i'm like ah tempesto looks a little scary i rode that <laughs> that was crazy and then rode apollo's chariot right after it. actually the problem was for me is i was riding so many crazy roller coasters in such a short amount of time that like after i got off of apollo's chariot i was like yo my stomach my tummy needs a little <laughs> break like i need to take a tummy break from it um but it was it was a great trip now when I was there, my plan was to actually visit both Bush Gardens. Uh, so to hit the one in Tampa two days later, 
Now, that plan did change. So what we ended up doing is because we had season passes to Williamsburg Bush Gardens, we were able to go to SeaWorld, Aquatica, and Tampa Bay Bush Gardens for free because we had the premium level pass. I also included free parking, by the way, which was also very awesome. So we decided we were going to go to Florida. We stayed at the Gaylord Palms. I don't know if you guys have ever stayed there. No? Okay. No. It's it's awesome. So it is... Oh, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, but I, I don't even want to say this because I'm gonna be like <laughs> stuck saying like it's gonna be forever on the internet. Man, it is really nice, like Disney level, right? Nice. Yeah. At two hundred and six dollars with breakfast with an omelet chef and the whole nine buffet, like a full breakfast breakfast, not bad, right? That's, like yeah, when you start great. talking about like you know, hey, you know, is that cost effective? It is. Now the only downside is is that there is um shuttles that do run from there to the other parks but like i want to say the downtown disney one was like you could hit it at like three times or twice there two back like they were just the hours were not going to work right like yeah, even for yeah. the parks it was tough to make them work but the, the price was great we love it like i said it is it's one of our favorite hotels we've ever stayed at and that's inclusive of disney it is great so we ended up going there and we said you know what i think that we're gonna nix this tampa Bush Gardens because we just hit Bush Gardens up. The the rides are very similar. Um, let's go and do three days at the parks and let's do Aquatica and two days at SeaWorld so we can kind of slow roll it, right? Okay, cool. So that's what our plan was and, and that's what we did. So again, no lines. Now, this is what's interesting because I read an article about this like, you know, is SeaWorld – and, you know, Aquatica, like, really destination parks, or are they local parks? And that's that's up for debate. But what I'll tell you is, is that I was pleasantly surprised for both. Now, Aquatica, you know, from previous episodes, I'm a big water park person. And Aquatica is was voted by USA Today, I believe, as the top water park in the USA. And, and I can understand why. It had the best rides. And it's tough for me. The one thing I will say theming-wise, and my wife brought this up too, Blizzard Beach is themed better and I will say that Typhoon Lagoon has a better um, uh, what's it called? A better wave pool. I mean, I don't think there's any wave pool better than Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> but the rides at Aquatica were great. Now, I believe it has an Australian theme. I think that's what they were going for. But that's what, what my wife told me kind of after the fact. It wasn't like prevalent in my face. Like it wasn't where I was obvious. like, no, it really wasn't. But they had rides that were just unique, right? In terms of what they were. And I, I have a funny wife story. We, <laughs> me and the kids were, were just absolutely in tears laughing. So we do the dolphin plunge. That's the one where you kind of go in this clear tube that goes under the water and there's, you know, dolphins in the pool as you're going through Uh, that was pretty cool yeah and then they had you know they have the dropouts uh the dropout ride which is again you're up and like the bottom drops out and you shoot Uh, down like (laughs) probably a tom favorite is my guess um i don't like water parks so you know you you said you don't like water parks (laughs) yeah i don't do water parks we don't like water parks my wife doesn't like water parks (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so what was nice about this one is is while it is at the same sort of quality as the one in Busch Gardens Williamsburg, which is also one of our favorite water parks, it was longer, you know, which was really cool. So that drop slide was really, really nice. But they had this thing called Tassie's Tassel. I don't even remember what it's called. Something with a T in it, right? But this was the cool thing. You actually had to get on the Lazy River to get to it. Like, you couldn't just get to it as a regular ride. You had to get on oh. the Lazy River, which was awesome, right? I That's thought that was cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the ride itself was fun. Now, they have 
the best lazy river is there where you don't actually need a tube. It's a it's a fast lazy river where you put on a life vest instead. What? And it's so fast that it just kind of blows you along, right? Wow. You just see a current. Just yeah, yeah. And, and they're really fun. So they had one there as well. They have one in Williamsburg, but this one was a little bit longer and a little bit better themed. So the the wife story is this is funny. So we're going on all these rides, and there's this thing called Ray's Rush, and it's I guess the new one, and it's like. You know, it's got the kind of taco-y shape, the big thing, and it's got all these funnels and this and that. So my wife kind of, you know, it's my birthday, by the way, too. So, right, so we go there for my birthday. Again, I, I didn't bring my pin, but it was Aquatica, so I don't know what benefit that would have been anyway. Happy belated <laughs> birthday. By the way. Thank Happy you. Happy belated so, birthday. We we get there and we're like, all right, my I see my wife is like, oh, you know, she doesn't want to do this. But, you know, she's going to troop it out because it's my birthday and it's the kids. So we're getting closer and closer and closer to the top. And like, she's getting like a little out of her gourd now, right? Like you see, like she's, she's going to well up. Like she's telling me that she's, she might start crying. And we're like, what the, like, so (laughs) you have to remember, I have my eight year old daughter who hates anything that looks scary. And she's like, what is going on here? Right? So (laughs) when you get to the top, what's funny is, is there's two sides. So there's this like thing called Walla something. And then you have Ray's rush. So we get to the top and she just, she, she loses it. She's like, I just can't, right? So I was like, you're not going to walk down. That's so far. Like, look, like our daughter's going on. We have the people behind us are like, you know, you, you can ride with us because it's a four person seat thing. And like, where's five of us, right? So she was like, well, you know, the people behind us, so they were from England and yeah, being nice English people like, well, you know, she can ride with us. There's only three of us. And I was like, I don't think that's the problem, right? Like, <laughs> I think the, so. The guy, finally I said to the guy, cause like she's almost like frozen with fear here. Again, she hates water parks, by the way, but it was my birthday and she's a, <laughs> she's a good wife. She's a trooper. So <laughs> this is just so funny. So I say something to the attendant. I was like, look, they call them ambassadors there. Right? So I say something to the ambassador and I said, Hey, you know, my, my wife just can't do it. You know, can, you know, and he's like, Oh no, don't worry. He's like, she'll ride the other, the other one down by herself. Okay, so they they have like this little special section for like single riders that like can't ride Rage Rush that have to go down this <laughs> other water ride, which we we were just on previously because Rage Rush was the only thing with the line and it wasn't even that long. But so we had ridden this and we're like, oh, that's like kind of boring. So what's so funny is she's like almost in tears. She could have actually been crying at this time. Doesn't want to be up there. Just wants to be down. And they put her on the single tube, like this huge tube that should fit four people by herself. <laughs> and it's it's the swirl of just despair because it's <laughs> swirling up there and she just can't – like it's just not letting her go down. It's the swirl of shame and she just doesn't know what to do. We're laughing our butts off at her. We're like, swirl of shame, swirl of shame. <laughs> and it's just going round and round and the guy eventually has to push her down because – I guess – because you know it's meant for like four people and she's just caught up the, in the current as one yeah, person that's the oh my yeah. goodness we had a blast like we <laughs> couldn't stop talking about it all day um but the ride Ray's rush was also very very good again a great great water park i could see why it won the award again not themed as well but great so then we go to sea world uh for two days we like i said we kind of like you know Take it real nice and slow. We rode Manta for the first time, which is our first time at, I guess, a, I don't know what they actually call them, like those flying coasters. Oh, it's or, a VR coaster too, isn't it? No, that's Kraken. So let's, oh, let's stick okay. with Manta Sorry. for a second. Yeah. So, so <laughs> Manta is the one where like it feels like you're flying because like you're in the seated position, kind of what I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy is going to end up like. And then it kind of mounts you up. So your face is, you know, facing down. Yeah. Like you're in a flying position. So, 
that one's really, really fun. The first time it was a little scary, but like super, super exciting. Um, it had some G's on it. Maybe not as high as some other coasters, but it felt pretty high in that back loop when you're in that position. Yeah, on the was, outside, right? Yeah, it was yeah. absolutely great. And then it had these like twists in it that really, truly felt like you were flying. There, there's not been another ride that I've ever felt like truly like I've been flying. Um, and, and that was the, the ride. And it was, it was well done. The nice thing about SeaWorld is, is a lot of the queues have aquariums in them as well. Um, or they have an aquarium right outside the ride for people that are waiting for you. So, so that is actually something that's very nice. That's cool. And I'll, I'll tell you, there was no lines there either. Uh, again, like absolutely no lines. The only thing we waited for was Manta. We waited for it both mornings because it takes them a little while to get it kind of cooking. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it takes a while for them to get it right. I guess there's always like little tweaks here and there. Um, so the Kraken. So we did ride that, Trevor. They did not have the VR at that time. I don't know how that works because sometimes it's VR, sometimes it's not. They had the VR goggles hmm. like zip tied closed. Um, I don't know if my stomach could have handled that. Uh, that's weird. That's like, cause it's big, man. It's not small. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It's VR. I so I, I don't know what my stomach would have said to that. So I'm kind of glad. Um, the ride itself was actually pretty fun just in general. Uh, the only thing I did not ride was the Mako. And, and again, it's pretty much like Apollo's chariot. And I, it had a lot of up and downs. And I was, I had just been on, we've been on like so many coasters, like because there's no weight for anything. I kind of had to say no to that one. So I said, you know what? I rode that like two days ago in its other iteration. So I skipped the Mako. But the kids and my wife loved it. They said it was a better version of Apollo's Chariot. And they really did enjoy it. Um, so the aquariums, we also saw the Shamu show, which is a little bit more educational now. We saw the Sea Lion show, which was very good as well, and walked through the aquariums. But the, the penguin experience is probably the best thing that they have there. It's um, it's a ride that has real penguins. It's like a, it's, it's like an interactive experience where you can say you can say mild or you can say wild, I guess, whichever one it is. And we did the wild one, and it still was not that wild. Just a little bit of spinning, but it's an experience uh, for sure. And then we did, I guess it's called Wild Arctic. It's like uh, uh, it, it's a version of Star Tours that likes is neck snapping. Like if Star Tours was neck <laughs> oh, wow. snapping and Jeez. like. You're in a helicopter instead of on a spaceship, and it's like a neck snapper. We all get off this ride like, oh, my goodness, I feel like I've been beat up. Like, <laughs> But it was still pretty fun. Um, Again, like in the older version of Star Tours, not high def, not as smooth. That was the thing about SeaWorld. A lot of their screens were not like full-blown high def. They were you know, regular. But I'll tell you, the Penguin Experience was good. They had a soda over there, a special soda, which was actually really good too. Cool. Um, I'm a soda nut, even though I don't drink it a lot now. Um, But – it was a great experience. We broke it up into two days, like I said. Now, what was nice about it is, is that you know the tickets for myself and my two sons were free because we had the season passes. But even for everyone else, I mean, the deal was pretty good. Three days, I think, for $129, which is not bad. Uh, so we did Aquatica and two SeaWorlds. And then we ended up doing, at night, because it was my birthday, we were like, oh, let's go to um, Disney Springs. So here's the interesting part about Disney Springs. If you go to Disney Springs <laughs> at like 4 o'clock, there's nobody there. He's dead. Yeah, everyone's out at the parks. Like, well, why would sense, they be at Disney yeah. Springs, right? Makes sense, yeah. So we did the chicken fingers at Guy's, and oh, yes. they were <laughs> really, really good. Wow. So let's talk sauces, right? Because <laughs> – so oh, here's the cool thing, too. I don't know if this is all the time, but they have a sauce dude, what and he's that? got sauces and holsters, so and he just comes around. Sauces? 
Yeah, but like you get like <laughs> he only has like a couple of them, and since they're free, right? Because sauces, you know, you only get a certain amount of sauces per. Like he just comes around, and maybe he comes to you, maybe he doesn't, and he tells you like, "Hey, man, this is I got some of these sauces. You want to try those?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, I want to try those sauces." <laughs> it's like an arcade where like the guy would have the coin thing on his <laughs> the quarter. Oh yeah, he's, he's got sauces, <laughs> and he was nice and he was funny. All right, so I, I mean, I'm gonna tell you like kind of what sauces we did. We did the special sauce, which was good. We did the donkey sauce, which was good. Chipotle ranch was okay. Um, wasabi honey, which was the one I was looking forward to. Kind of a downer. Like, it wasn't mm. that good. Like, it was fine, but, like, nothing that good. So, the best one was the bourbon brown sugar barbecue. Wow. There's not even a question about that. Um, okay. I would say, though, number two, which came in uh, rather nicely, was the avo- uh, avado. <laughs> avocado crema was, was oh. really good. And you were down now, on that one before. I was down you? on that yeah. one. So, that mm. one was pretty good. Now, the teriyaki was a tough one because while it was good, I did Morimoto's. So, like, I tried to stay away from it. Mm. Um, so I would say though that, man, even to, even maybe better than the bourbon brown sugar was the Nashville hot honey. And that one wasn't even like hard to make. We also did the spicy mayo, which was okay. But so I'm going to go top three sauces here. It would definitely be the bourbon brown sugar barbecue, the Nashville hot honey. And then, man, this is, this, this third one becomes a little bit tougher. Uh, maybe the special sauce, I guess. I, I'm going to say special sauce. But it was a fun experience. It was packed, though. That was the thing. Oh, really? So the day that we went was packed, and then the next day, because we went, went to Disney Springs two nights in a row. I, I <laughs> ate way too much food. Um, the, the next day, we went a little bit earlier. We went at probably like 3 o'clock, um, and there was like nobody there. So we did Morimoto's, though, because, again, that's my favorite. It was my birthday. I did the Korean barbecue bowl, had the, the bayo pork things, ate like, 10 million of those, I feel like. Um, we had a, we had a really good time there as well. We did sprinkles. It's okay. Overrated? Um, I don't know if I say overrated. And I'm going to go on record saying that I'm a whipped cream icing sort of person. I think any sort of buttercream or any other sort of like icing to me is just a little too sugary. That's why, why I like the, the whipped cream icing. Um, so, I mean, it was good. They felt sugary to me, though. Like, even the cake part of it, I, I don't know, like, to me. But that's just me personally, right? So I've I've heard that also on, on like, I, I watched Tim Tracker. And okay. they've said that as well, is that, that sprinkles just comes across generally as that there's just too much sugar, right? They, they're not. That's what I felt like. Yeah. And not that it was bad, but, I mean, just. Yeah, you just you know, you have, have little... to have a real sweet tooth for it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, overall, I mean, that was, that was my trip. I'm glad I got to go to Disney Springs. We went to the Coke, like, we did some things we wouldn't have done. Like, we went to the Coke place. We didn't get anything, but like, we kind of went and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Coke place. Um, have you done the walked... flight there before, by the way? The, the, no, uh, I looked at it and I was like, well, I could just get this free at Epcot. You know, yeah, yeah but there's cool. like a whole, there's a whole bunch of more flavors though that they don't have at Epcot. Yeah, but there was nothing I was like, uh, and again, like I try to limit my soda and I had already kind of OD'd on soda over at, uh, SeaWorld <laughs> and there's this, this special Arctic vanilla polar something. I don't know, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, also, if you're having sprinkles and then Coke, that sounds like bad news. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, like I said, I avoided that, but you know, again, Morimoto's was great. Like I said, we did not sit down to eat. We, we stayed outside. I'm trying to think about what else we ate because we did eat some more things. We ate, um, the french fry place where the poutine or whatever oh yeah the little yeah. poutine cart yeah i did the latin one which was pretty good the daily um, poutine i believe it's called yeah so i did that there was something else i think my 
my son get a hot dog? I think he's from the hot dog cart. I don't know. There might have been something else that was involved over there. I, like I said, I ate way too much food, though. I think Morimoto's, like, I got my fill. Like, I, I got my Morimoto's <laughs> fill um, for sure. But it was fun doing that as an experience without being at Disney, right? It changed it changed the whole sort of dynamic of Disney Springs where you kind of put it in there as like, oh, I feel like I got to go and I'm in a rush. I got to get back to rides. I got to do this. I do that. We were done with parks like I think each day by like three o'clock. One day I think I fell asleep. We went back to the hotel. I might have napped out for like an hour, two hours. <laughs> um, and again, there was a huge water park at Gaylord Palms that they put in like $4 million into and it was brand new. So we did that as well. Uh, so it was – I mean, we ate there a couple times. I mean, it was it was it was an interesting trip. It was fun. It definitely was fun. And then tomorrow I'm going to Hilton Head. So, are you going to go mean, to that Italian restaurant I told you to go to in Hilton Head? No, probably not. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Even what remember. was it called again? I guess, Hold on a second. I don't even remember the name. <laughs> I, I think the, I think the problem is is I'm going from people. Uh, so some of my friends from New Jersey are meeting me down there. Yeah. So I just like I don't think I'll do that. Like if again, I, I'm going to end up doing a youtube video about this about my favorite places to eat in hilton head but that all being said um i don't think tom's is on my list for right now but I, I may try it. but if you remember the name of it let me know but yeah so we'll I'll be in hilton to. head we're actually going to be close to so where our friends are staying is going to be close to the dvc resort uh, like i said i've been there once yeah um I, i'm gonna make this, this is gonna be a shorter trip i think only three to four days maybe so i don't think we'll stop in but we will be over that way so if anyone's there yeah, so you should at least say hi to Shadow while you're there. Uh, that's the thing. I kind of <laughs> want to do that, but yeah. I just I'm on such a short trip, and again, like I'm tired. <laughs> like we just got back from SeaWorld. I'm literally getting up and going to Hilton Head tomorrow. Like, and I just relax. went to Busch Gardens Williamsburg before that. Like, I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah. So um, time for a relaxing was, vacation. Yeah. Yeah. No uh, well, this is relaxing being home, I think. So this was, like I said, an interesting one. But I had fun at Disney Springs. I think that you know, even if you're down there and you're not staying at Disney, Disney Springs is is a fun place to go. Um, just in general, I think it's you know fun just to do. So we had a good time. There's a lot of cool stuff to see there. Yeah, so. but everyone should go to Sea World. Listen, go to Sea World. It's well worth the money. It, it was fun. The rides were good. It's laid out nice, and there's a lot of things to learn. Like, man, the dolphins are like right there. Like, you know, there's a, there's a lot to learn at SeaWorld as well. I think you know, as an experience for kids, they really did enjoy it. But there's rides there too. But they had a fun time, you know. And again, they had a fun time. So, and I, I think that's I think that's great that uh, that you did do that, and that um, like you guys did have a great time because. You know, I've, I've wondered about that too, and I'm sure a lot of people do as well, because, you know, as much as, you know, everyone loves to go down and go to Disney is, you know, you do think about the other parks like Universal and SeaWorld and stuff like that. And I mean, honestly, I, I really kind of want to go to Aquatica now. So. Uh, Aquatica was really fun, Trevor. If you're a water park person, like I said, I, I, I temper this because I don't know if it's because I've been to Blizzard Beach so many times, um, but Aquatica felt better. You know, again, and, and again, USA Today has voted it the best park, water park, so I would agree. And, you know, then you see Volcano Bay in the distance. You're like, oh, man, I got to do that, too. So mm-hmm. that, that's the that's the last one on my list because, you know, when you look at all kind of the parks down there, the only other thing that, like, people will even mention is that Gator or whatever, and I have no interest in that. Gator, so, what is it, Gatorland? Yeah, something yeah. like that, Gatorland. But um, Volcano Bay is still on my list of have to do, but I'm glad I got to Aquatica because they have been kind of, you know – uh, trips that I've wanted to make and I wrote everything you know what I mean so and you know oh and I w- do want to mention though that my parents did come with us um, and it was very nice um, 
you know, they came with us. They rode, you know, a bunch of rides, not a ton at SeaWorld. They did like, um, I want to say that they did the, you know, the wild expedition, wild Arctic, which my mom was, you know, regretful of, of doing that. But, <laughs> um, they also did the penguin one and they did a few other ones. You know, what's also interesting there is they have, and again, this is funny because I never would have expected this. So, you guys aren't Bush Gardens people, but at Bush Gardens, they have something called Escape from Pompeii. And it's a very short water ride, very, very short. Well, they have this Escape from Atlanta. So we all kind of assumed it was the same thing. And I was like, ah, who wants to go on that? And then we're like, wow, we have all this time. Let, let's just go on it. And it was not. It was like, it was, it turned from a water ride into a roller coaster at the end. And we were like, oh my goodness, oh, wow. what the heck happened here? <laughs> so we, and there was nobody on it. The people in front of us had rode it six times in a row. <laughs> like that's how like crazy it was there was like you could just we walked on everything i watched um, so, a, and, i watched a thing about that ride because it used to be like this really 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 cool ride and then they kind of dumbed it down i think <sighs> i don't know it was pretty good it used though, to be man. called something else i think but, but, but never mind also to it, put it was, all this in context this is all like first two weeks of august so I, I, it's still summertime, right? Like it should. Be, it was hot, man. But it, <laughs> it, it should be busy. Like this is still like like prime vacation time. So you would think that. Well, you have to remember though, in the South, right? Which is again. So let's consider SeaWorld a little different than Disney and Universal, right? And that's kind of, I guess, what we're getting at is that maybe you can call that you know not a destination park but a local park and it's not a knock on it because i had a i had a great time but what people what they're kind of saying is that you're not going to travel just to go to sea world right? right so you're going to get a lot of locals and you're going to get a lot of people that are on extended vacations and things like that so think about if you took out most of the locals from disney right it would be a lot different and i think that's kind of what we're getting at here is that because the south the kids in florida are already in school and even kids like in georgia are already in school you know they're not there you know what I mean? So, and again, if you're going as your one trip every couple years, you're probably going to Disney, right? You're you're not going to SeaWorld, um, if that's the case, or it's it's a money issue. It does. I don't know, but it was not packed at all. And again, Aquatica, phenomenal, phenomenal. Like I said, I mean, well, well worth it. Um, just to go to Aquatica, to be honest with you. I'm pretty surprised you haven't gone. I I kind of assumed you were going to go to Volcano Bay while you were there. So. The, the thing that made it different for me is that do I want to go to Aquatica, which is voted the USA's top water park for free for three of us, or do I want to pay universal prices and go to Volcano Bay? That's okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's an easy one. That's, <laughs> what, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. Yeah. So that's what we ended up doing. And again, well Makes worth sense. it. Makes sense. All right. Uh, that's a great, great trip recap. Uh, you know, thanks for sharing all that. Appreciate it. And I'll let you know about Hilton Head when I get back. Yeah. So I'll have another, have, have yeah. another trip update yeah. when I get back. I have another trip update. I don't know if we need to go through this rumor that we have. No, okay. let's this, not. I, I'll just <laughs> – this rumor's dumb. <laughs> you know, it would rumor... be, be cool if it happens, but – It keeps coming uh, yeah. up. We're talking about the Wreck-It Ralph to replace Stitch, which Stitch is the best ride ever and should never leave. Well, <laughs> Aliens was the best ride ever yeah. and should never well, leave. That and Ellen should never have, you know, Interestingly <laughs> enough, you know, Disney now owns Aliens, so they could actually use – So I'm going to get off of that for a second because, again, that is done to death. So I, I will say, though, if Guardians of the Galaxy is an indoor Manta – I'm on board. Oh. Like I, I, I may even say that while Ellen was my favorite ride of all time, if that is the case, if you're talking about a flying coaster like that, I'm on board. 
because that was probably again. That's what the only is, two I mean. rides have made me feel like that ever. First was Lightning Rod, where like I was literally giggling and laughing the whole <laughs> first ride when I was on Lightning Rod. Like me and my wife, that's you know that's a Dollywood. We mm. we just couldn't contain ourselves. The kids crazy just laughing laughing like having a like got off and we're like wow you know manta while it's not the first one of those i mean i know tom there's superman at um six flags right superman yep okay i wouldn't go to six flags so that's just me personally right i value a lot of things that make me not want to go to six flags so (laughs) that's where i that's the park i grew up going to so I, I grew up going to Action Park, and that's a whole other oh, story. That, oh, man. Me too. That's where I grew up going <laughs> Me to. Me too, Damon. Uh, I, we, could I do, we should just do a whole show about Action Park. I'm not even oh, from uh, the States, and I know about this place. So, so this, this is, I'm going to give you a, <laughs> a little, bit of, a little yes. bit of insight into to Action Park. But, again, we're off topic as usual. Um, so because there was people in my family that knew the owners, uh, I got to go to Action Park whenever I wanted. Oh, wow. For wow. free. So I spent a fair amount of time at Action Park. Let's just say that. Um, a fair amount of time. Uh, and I enjoyed my time there. But I did not do a lot of Six Flags. Um, but anyway, since I didn't do Superman, Manta was that ride too. Like we got off of that. You should see our picture. Like, you know, normally the pictures like oh, my kids are trying to do something funny or they're trying to do this. Like we were just all four of us straight up smiles. Like you couldn't even <laughs> contain it. <laughs> it was so much fun. So – I um I think that was uh that, that was really really an experience. Well, I I hope Guardians lives up to that if yeah if they're going the same route for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah. whatever someday replaces Stitch, hopefully that's cool too. I, yeah. I'm so tired of that rumor because that rumor comes up every like three months, and it's like, all right, already. Like, when are we going to know what you're going to do with it? Because it's it's because it's a seasonal attraction. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they open stitch back up again while, while uh, the speedways closed. Do you know how happy I would be? I, they might, (laughs) I mean, it's possible. They're going to need, they're going to have two things closed that are people eaters. I mean, they're going to need another people eater, which that one is. So Mm. I don't know. I I feel like nothing's going to actually happen with this until after Tron's done at this point, because why, why would they like the, it's just more construction inside of Tomorrowland. Why would they do that? Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I, I don't see them going VR with this either, especially if they're going to do, we talked to Rudd of rumor, what, two episodes ago about them putting a record Ralph VR thing into the void. Mm-hmm. If, if they're going to do it there, they're not going to do a magic kingdom. And plus just the, the, the whole, I'm looking forward to that though. Oh, that would yeah. be, I, that's going to be so cool if that happens. But, um, I, I hope that happens because uh, I'd like to go do it. Although I don't know, they do have a Ghostbusters one, and I will tell you that like I think that would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty cool too. Yeah, right. Like because uh, the thing is like just holding a proton pack, yeah, and firing it, just yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That seems yeah, pretty awesome. That would, um, be and really they do cool. have that. I mean, that exists. It's Where does just that not. Exist, um, it's at one of their other locations, the void, other, one of the voids, other locations. There's Ghostbusters. There's the one, the Star Wars one. And then there's like a, like Satan devilly spawn one or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. can look on the website. They've got yep. locations all over the place. All right. So I'm yeah. wrapping it up. Yeah. Dude, you had a lot of Damon today. I like that. Yeah. That's always a good episode. <laughs> all right. Oh, so the email address, welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Please keep the emails coming. Like I said, we've gotten a lot of emails. We're very appreciative of that. Um, again, the website is out there for, you know, again, you know, you want to see some old interesting or non-interesting tidbits about us. 
We always look forward to questions. If you have questions, please let us know. Uh, this episode's not going to air till Monday, though. I'll, I'll be gone out of Hilton Head. Sorry, everybody. But I was there. I was there. <laughs> Let's see. So social media. Twitter doesn't count anymore. I'm just not even going to bother with Instagram or Twitter unless Trevor's there, and then we'll mention them. So Facebook, at Welcome Home Podcast. Please follow. Please like it. Please do Share whatever it. you can to get our numbers up. We want to hit a thousand. A thousand would make us all quite happy. So please, you know, try to help us out there. Also, I think that what we're going to start doing is we're going to make it a little bit more social. I mean, it is social media, right? So expect to see, you know, posts here and there from us. You know, we've gotten some good feedback from people that have responded some posts. Again, we're not going to get into huge debates there. It's a, it's a safe Disney place. You know, That's everyone's. Right very friendly so you know it's going to be one of those pages so expect us to kind of have a little bit more i may end up you know putting some stuff up there you know as well from cartoons or other disney things as we kind of go down that path as well an interesting tidbit for everybody is that i don't know if i told you guys but the disney animation youtube page has been posting um all the <clears throat> introductions from the old cartoons from like the 80s and 90s Oh, it kind of feels like oh, yeah. it's leading up to them releasing them back when they do the streaming service. That's going like, to be so awesome. Shows I totally forgot about, like Dave the Barbarian. Please uh, tell me oh, you know about Dave the Barbarian. Yes. Oh my god! And I was like, I, I totally forgot about that show. I and totally I was like, wow, it's back. Forgot about it until this very moment. <laughs> exactly. So they are doing that. So I again, we can have a whole. No, that might be a wait. It's a Damon's Detours. It might be one of those. We have to talk I, about Dollywood too. I though. just, yeah. I just want to like, I'm when that streaming service comes out. If they have the whole catalog. Like I will just sit there and watch all the old Ducktales. I watch Chip Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I watch. I have all the DVDs of those, mm-hmm. so I watch them. Well, but anyway, but I will there, binge. there's lots of fun obscure ones too. I think me and Damon could get into it if we yes. really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, but but since we're at the end, we're yeah. already over an hour. Mm-hmm. So also, uh, we ask for reviews on iTunes or other services used. iTunes is a big one for us. I mean, if you're gonna give us one star, though, please like Tell I, us again, why? You, you don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't like it, but I didn't like it. Like that doesn't help us. Grow grow as a podcast right like if yeah. you really don't like it i mean we've gotten some you know feedback let's say and no one's ever upset about it i mean it yeah. is what it is like we're looking to do better um in general so please i mean give us our reviews we'd, we'd rather if you're going to give us a bad review at least send us an email first let us try to correct something but if not <laughs> we ask for all reviews on itunes and all that other good stuff so yeah and uh you know don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode uh, you know, that way when we put one out, it sends you an alert and downloads it for you automatically. And, uh, you know, when we have a new show out, because uh, sometimes we get emails and Facebook posts like, when's the next episode? And it's, you know, if you subscribe to us, you don't have to worry about that. It'll just pop right up. Uh, you know, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Music, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, any a- podcast app out there. Just search for Welcome Home. You'll find us pretty easily there. And uh, of course, as always, just a reminder to our listeners. Welcome home, Pod- Welcome home podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So, if you have any questions about anything we talked about today, consult a DVC represent- representative, talk to a cast member, uh, you know, for more information or to answer any questions. Uh, Damon, anything to promote before you go on vacation here? No, I don't think so. Like I said, I have some things cooking, but but nothing as nothing of yet. yet. All right, no. cool. Uh, Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and, of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. We do a hunt when we hit a chair. 
How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Really? 